Batman Universe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Batman Universe. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova, and joining me, as always, is my bat brother, my old chum, Mr. Jamie Magoo. Hey, Jamie. What's up, buddy? I don't know about that old line, but hey, I'll take chum all the same. My young chum. Yeah. That sounds weirder. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds Let's go even back to worse. Old. Yes, my old chum. My young chum. <laughs> <laughs> My young chum. You young so chum. Bizarre. You old yeah. so and so young chum. Ah, <laughs> uh, and listeners, if you if we sound a little weird to you this week, it's because we're having to do this one uh, via Skype. Normally, we are in the same room together recording. This time, uh, just schedules didn't work out, so we're going to do it this way because we want to make sure that we do bring you your weekly fix of Batman news. But. Yes. Uh, so we're, we're doing it this way, so it'll be a little bit different, but we're going to get you all the, the news that's fit to discuss for this week around Batman and the DC Extended Universe. So uh, happy but to we do also, it. But we also traded our bodies for robot bodies, remember? Yes. Remember how we did that? <laughs> so that's also why it sounds because we got the robot voices and robot bodies, and, then, um, and we're also on Skype. So that may also be you know, um, compiling the issue. It is all those things. I'm in my bat armor with the voice modulator. Uh, you at least, oh man, I'm glad you got the bat armor. You know, I, I, I had to go, I didn't have as much money. So I had to go with the gem and the holograms. Um, Oh, oh, nice. It's still pretty cool. It's pretty, it's less badass, but it has more pizzazz. Yeah, there's a lot of pizzazz going on, you know. I've taped on some bat symbols and stuff like that just to kind of, you know, keep it true to the TBU, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you make do with what you got. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started, as always, with a little Batman v Superman news. And uh, we've been waiting for this special that is coming up next week on The CW. But in the meantime, we've gotten a couple little... Uh, little tasty morsels to enjoy as we wait uh some nice unexpected tv spots and they're a clip. good at feeding us these little snacks you know yeah they're, they're good they're like like it's going the marketing machine is in full vigor and so yeah. we're just getting lots of stuff you know since the new year which is really exciting so it keeps that hype train going so first of all yeah. last week uh Saturday or Sunday, Zack Snyder tweeted out a 30-second TV spot, and then there ended up being two 30-second TV spots. I'm sure you all have seen them. The first one, the one that Snyder tweeted out, was uh, was the TV spot where you see the Batmobile kind of barreling towards Superman, and then it kind of dings him, goes spinning into a wall, and uh, then Superman jumps on the top, rips off the, the, the doors, and then you hear the famous... The now famous, tell me, do you bleed? Superman gives him a shut up look and flies away. And then Batman <laughs> and Batman finishes up with, you will. Um, the old shut up look. Classic bats. Exactly. Or classic suits. Classic suits. Suits is just like, oh, come on, man. Um, so that was the 30 second spot we got last week for football. And then we got a second one that was uh, kind of the, the conversation between Clark and Bruce at the party that we have seen in the latest trailer. Uh, that was essentially what we had already seen, but with the added line by Bruce to Clark saying, don't believe everything you hear, son. So these two 30 yeah. second spots, Jamie, what do you think? I love it, man. I mean, it's, it's, you know, especially in the fact that everybody, not everyone, but a lot of people felt like, you know, what we've seen so far, there was big spoilers. This is the perfect kind of thing to kind of uh, satiate us just enough as we're anticipating this movie, but not really give anything away. I mean, honestly, it's just like a little bit of like, yeah, a little pizzazz, you know, pizzazz seems to be a theme on this show. And, and, and today's secret word is pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have to go crazy. And we all know what we see when we hear the secret word. Scream real loud. <laughs> there's a there's a throwback. The young kids yeah, are like, man. what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> yes. Look well, up Pee-wee's we'll Playhouse. Get, we'll get it's amazing. It's very person later in this podcast. Oh, actually. my God. It's almost like I set it up. Oh, dude. You were just a little early, but don't worry. It's No, that was the setup. That's the anticipation. We'll get there. Exactly. 
So, uh, but no, I, I think that you're so right about these TV spots is basically it took things that we have already seen in previous trailers and just added a tiny bit to them, put them a little more in context, just give us a little something new without giving away anything, without spoiling anything. It was just the right balance of new and stuff we had already seen. So nobody can, can scream and complain about they're showing us the whole movie. Yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, I I love it. I love the way the Batmobile, like, the tiniest little ding off Superman sends it flying. I love that. that, There's something so cool about that. I agree. I agree. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's, uh, one of those things that I felt like they really got in Man of Steel as well, even though, you know, so many people had a problem with the excessive nature of of the final scene or or the fight scene. Um, But, you know, throughout, you just feel the impact of these things on you know earth's gravity and how powerful these guys are it just you know it's like we've seen kind of the weight of the batmobile enough to understand this is not some lightweight vehicle and for it to just jettison out of screen you know uh, or not really out of screen but just move in the way it does when it when it runs into him it's just like man it just it just adds so much power to these characters but it doesn't feel comical you know it feels like very legit you know mm-hmm. like yeah. legitimate gravity you know it's 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 that's rad, what happens man. when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object we finally have the answer yeah scientists pencils down the unstoppable force goes careening into a wall that's right yeah yeah it's, it happens there there you go and You're i done. love i love getting the context of the do you bleed line because it's a line i wasn't super crazy about uh, because it it's still it's a, it's a really mean line from Batman. Yeah. Um yeah. but seeing it in context, it just to me it just works because this is obviously happening at a moment of increasing tension between the two. Mm-hmm. And so at at this point it's Batman shit talking Superman. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, like taunting him. It's almost like psychological warfare at this point where he's like Superman is completely in the position of power in this moment. And Batman stands up unfazed, looks him straight in the eye and just shows that he's not going to back down because his response is, tell me, do you bleed? Yeah. It's saying, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, and if I may, even more so, uh, this is a little bit of a throwback for, I mean, probably not specifically um, Zack Snyder, more Frank Miller, but um, the two of them, obviously, uh, their properties in 300, that's a huge theme, is the fact that Xerxes, is he, he projects himself to be this god mm-hmm. and that he cannot be harmed. And, and uh, Leonidas tells him, you know, we will see a god uh, if a god can bleed Ooh. You know, before I'm through. Nice and throw. So, yeah, good connection. Yeah, so this is totally kind of in reference to Superman, you know, obviously being this projected deity, you know, that's obviously Batman kind of telling him like, yeah, we'll test your metal. We'll see, you know, we'll put you we'll put you to the test if I may also quote 300 in that sense. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, so I I love that. You know, it's like, you know, you you project this superiority and I respect that very little because I, I think you're just a man, you know, or you're mm-hmm. basically just like me and we'll, we'll see it. We'll test your metal. So I love it. Yeah. Well, and then it kind of throws back to what we heard in the last trailer about, you're going to know what it feels like to be a man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for oh. sure. Um, and then, and I, and I also love Bruce Wayne's line to Clark about don't believe everything you hear, son. Cause again, it's yeah. like, it's, it's so condescending which we know Bruce can be condescending. Um, oh, absolutely. Especially in this case. And, uh, and, and people jumped onto that line. They thought that was, they, at least the people I saw seemed to really like it because they were like, oh, damn. Like, uh, yeah. So it was kind of fun to see these two 30-second spots because they really mirror each other because one is Batman and Superman clashing and the other one is their alter egos clashing. So it was it was it was a cool choice for these two TV spots and at the same time it was also cool that they were like little scenes as opposed to just like a really mini trailer. Yeah, absolutely. So those were awesome and those were super fun to see last weekend and then this week Conan 
uh, had Zack Snyder on his show, and Zack Snyder's not going to come on Conan without giving us a little something. Nope, absolutely not. So what did he bring us, Jamie? He brought us a... uh, It's sort of a follow-up to what we had seen of the previous spot that we had been talking about. Um, You know, it's where we had seen, you know, uh, Supes throw the doors off the Batmobile and, you know, Batman stand up. And uh, there's a little bit of dialogue uh, from Clark that we hadn't heard before. And uh, basically, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how he starts it, but he says something to the effect of, you know, the bat is dead. Um, Next time your signal goes on, don't go to it. Um, consider this mercy. Yeah, he said. He said the next time they they shine your signal in the sky, don't go to it. Bury yeah. the bat is dead. Bury it. Consider this a mercy, or consider this mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and again, oh, smart because so it like, just gives us another little piece of that scene. Well, and it and it also kind of adds some validity to you know everyone's like, ooh, it's a pretty harsh line from uh, from Batman to Superman, but I mean. He's basically – he just told uh, Batman that the bat is dead, buried. Like you're done before this has even started and that he's being merciful by even saying so. So it's like, well, you know, if, if anything, that, that, the gauntlet was thrown, you know, right yeah. there. So it's that follow-up line is completely warranted. So, oh, man, just the setup is just – oh, it's so good. It's such good anticipation, man. Well, and it's so great because it's it is basically Superman saying, "Listen, th- this is your warning. You need to stop. What he need yeah. what, what he needs to stop, we don't know yet. So I'm very curious as to what occurs before this that leads to Superman giving Batman this warning. Yeah, because Batman is obviously yeah, Batman is stirring up some shit, and this right. is Superman saying you need to cut it out. Um, well, and if if anything, you know, it seems like uh, it's it could be, you know, of of many things, um, his heavy hand of justice, you know, because we've seen that it's like we've seen in the in the trailers, you know, the guy with the bat, um, the bat, uh, what do you want to call it? The, it's, it's, yeah, it's like the the bat brand branded or burned yeah, into the him. brand. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, in the guy's skin, and, and you know, people kind of talking about how you know it's like this this Batman is seems to be very brutal, you know, and he has no tolerance for these criminals and their activity at all, and he is making sure that they uh, remember him and remember what happens when they commit these crimes. So. Among, you know, what else we don't know about and, and uh, that brings Superman to kind of tell him that he's done with it. I mean, there's that by itself that's like, yeah, I mean, you could see uh, Superman, you know, being this kind of person that he sees himself as this elevated um, being and, and trying to kind of uh, be merciful when it comes to maybe the civilians as, as he can. It's like Batman isn't very merciful uh to to the criminals it's like hit short of killing them he's he's not afraid to break some bones and you know bloody him up to to get his message heard yeah yeah that's true too so i i I love this and again i love it it just gives us just a tiny bit more of that same scene um a smart thing to share i also saw a lot of positive reaction of just the shot of ben affleck in the batman cowl looking up from the batmobile just because of how much he just God, he just looks like Batman off the page. Like I saw a lot of people take that frame and put it next to a frame from Arkham Knight and be like, cool. And be like, God, that's just Batman. He just looks like he just looks so perfect. And so it's really cool. And I think it's really exciting that even after the last trailer, which split a lot of people, these couple tiny little clips seems to have reversed that that bad buzz. People yeah. seem to already have kind of forgiven it and been like, okay, now we're talking. Well, I think the fact that, you know, we've gotten some inklings out there that, you know, um, this may not be the whole story. And that was what people feared. Yeah. And so that, you know, obviously, and with anything, as we've talked about before, you got to let people kind of settle down yeah, and digest true. it. And, and, and a lot of times once they have, they become okay with things, but it just... You know, sometimes it takes a little while. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, true. So, uh, but yeah, I, you're right on. You're right on about him. I mean, it's so weird still because it's like I see Ben Affleck, but barely, barely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like just because we've seen him so much, like for it to be so much in the sense that it just looks like Batman. I agree. It's just phenomenal. It's great. Yeah, I mean, he just, he he looks amazing and he sounds great. What do you think of the Batman voice? Now that we have really, really gotten it, we've gotten it in context. It is clear that there is a modulator because mm-hmm. when we first heard that the do you bleed line we heard it in the teaser we heard it we didn't even know who was saying it but we all assumed it was batman we all assumed it was in the armor suit turns out it's not it's just in the standard batman suit what do you think i really love it because it also kind of eliminates the idea where you know where people had these sticking points of when he's doing a voice um you know like in the dark knight rises when he's by himself if he does the mm-hmm. voice people mm-hmm. think that's weird yeah and i'm like well for me it was always like oh he's that he's embodying batman when he's wearing the suit he is batman and that's batman's voice so it yeah. never bothered me but this kind of eliminates all of that and you know he's not it's less of a an act I guess, you know, it's just a part, and and especially we're seeing this very tech-driven Batman, obviously, um, this uh, very futuristic Batman, which is kind of funny because obviously his suit, as we've discussed, is like way more classic looking, but, you know, it just seems like he's very techy, you know, overall with the tech cowl and things that we have seen. Um, You know, it just makes a lot of sense, and Mm -hmm. and I I really like it. What about you? Oh, yeah, I I agree, and I, you know, Bale's batman voice took a lot of heat um some unfairly some fairly i think yeah Uh, i'm you know i'm kind of in the middle on it like i never i never made it a big deal because it was such a small thing but i also understand the people who it it bugged um but i remember when that happened people were like you know if if they had just given him a modulator this wouldn't be a problem and Because it does make perfect logical sense that Batman would use that to disguise his voice. If Bruce Wayne is really famous, uh, he probably has a distinctive voice. And so using a modulator is just an easy way to disguise that, much like how Flash vibrates his voice to hide how he sounds. And so... It makes sense. You know, we've, I think we, we have seen it in the comics on and off over the years. And so it makes perfect sense in this. I think he sounds great. Uh, it is just different enough to give it a little bit of authority, but it isn't over the top like some of Bale's where it can be distracting. So I think it's great. I think it, may, it makes perfect sense. It sounds right. Uh, it makes it just a little scary and I dig it. Yeah, it's the perfect amount of growl and whisper. It's mm-hmm. not like because Bales was very growly, and then when he did the Dark Knight Rises, that's when it really ramped up. Yeah. You know, and that and that's where people had a problem with it. it. Was like it became went from a growl to a roar, and that's where it was kind of jarring because I mean, if I sat and tried to be intimidating to somebody and I start talking like this, you know, yeah. it's kind of like. Eh, like you sort of lose it a little bit there where I think this has a little bit more kind of like Keaton did where Keaton kind of just spoke very low and Mm -hmm, and it's very kind of whispery which is it has this um, I don't know it has this different feel to it it's not like it doesn't feel like he's trying to be threatening it just feels like he is you know oh for uh, sure yeah so it has the perfect mix of that so yeah it's great Awesome. So yeah, all all three of these little clips were just really really cool to get into this week. Again, like and that's all we need. It's it's so funny. Like all all we need is like one new line of dialogue and we're like happy and satiated for another week. It's just yeah. it's it's so cool. And I mean, many people tell you they don't even need that and that's and I totally get that too because we're already on board, but it's just a nice little thing to kind of keep the excitement going. Um and then yeah. yesterday Hans Zimmer shared all the details around the Batman v Superman soundtrack, which is coming on March 18th. And he shared like the two disc special edition and the cover is it's very much like the new combined billboards that we are seeing for the film where it's the two IMAX posters cut into one image. And that's what the cover of the soundtrack looks like. But then when you pull it out, the sleeve is the three character posters. So, right. uh, and it, the design for it is beautiful. I did not read the track names uh, because yeah. I heard I heard they were spoilery. 
So I didn't read them, but they also put out about a minute and a half sample of one of the tracks, and I did listen to that. And it's really good. It's really epic. It is very Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, in a in a that's good exactly way. What I thought. Yeah, yeah. In, a, in a good way. I mean, I honestly, I for. For the most part, even the people who didn't like the movie tended to like the score to Man of Steel. So I love that they're keeping that theme going. It just feels a little more ah, uh, what's the right word? A little, a little more powerful, a little more brutal, a little more raw than the Man of Steel mm-hmm. one. Um, but it's awesome. So it's great that you know I'm like a huge movie score freak, and so I can't wait for this. And so to get just a little taste of it. It sounds great. Just to see the packaging, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to own this. It's so exciting. Um, just another thing to be excited about coming a week before the film on March 18th. So uh, what's your excitement level for this? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I just I didn't hear the full minute. I, I Somebody, uh, maybe you, Andy, or somebody posted it on Instagram. Uh, and And so I just grabbed that clip just to hear it. And, um, you know, it's like 10 seconds or something, you okay. know, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's enough of it where that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, this is totally feels like man of steel. I think it's like the building, um, strings. It kind of has that fast, like, you know, the, the, basically the Superman theme, um, generally that had that build, but it's more bombastic. Like you said, you know, it's, it's more, uh, it, it's it's like they they took the Man of Steel soundtrack and they added some Batman. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm, what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, yeah, it feels it feels epic, and it obviously has that um, that sense of of an epic battle, you know. And uh, I yeah, I just it's it's just man, it sent chills down my spine even hearing that little bit. I was like, oh my god, dude, this is this is going to be so cool hearing this. And mm-hmm. and yeah, I like you. I mean, I I really don't want to hear much more because. A lot of times when you listen to these soundtracks um, beforehand, you gain an association um, that's apart from the movie. I want the movie to be my association and then afterwards think of the movie after that um, when I hear it. So, um, you know, I'll be I'll be listening to little bits of it, but, you know, I'm glad to hear that it's just on just on point, man. Oh yeah, and you and you hear a little bit of kind of the 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 Mad Max drums because Junkie XL did the score for Mad Max Fury Road. Which- oh, right by that score it's fantastic so you hear a little bit of that and you got some some very kind of cool and epic choral going on as well some voices almost like duel of the fates from star wars so uh just from this minute and a half it's 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 a beautiful little piece and i can't wait to hear the rest i still want to hear junkie xl's batman theme whatever that's going to be i can't wait to hear that because that's not really in this that i can tell because again from what i can tell it seems more of kind of the clash between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it That's is the as, part that I think I heard. Cause I don't, I don't even remember hearing um, voices. So I'll have to go and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. The voices were kind of at the beginning and at the end. So depending on, on whatever the person put up, it wasn't Which me, 10 so. seconds I got. Yeah. Whatever 10 <laughs> seconds you got, but it's, it's great. And so, Oh man, I can't, I'm, I always just assume it's this. you, Andy. I'm like, this is Andy's on it. He's, it's, he, it's my job. Keep from. you informed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, the soundtrack March eighteenth. Oh my god, I just oh, it's so close. It's coming up. We're at we're at sixty eight days, I think, at the time of this recording. So to the movie, not the the soundtrack. It is really close, man. It's It's so close. I'm trying Uh, not to think about it because I know if I don't count it down, it's just going to be here, and then it's going to be amazing. I, I only think about it. That's, that's, <laughs> I know who I'm that's all <laughs> that's all I do all day every day and I wish I was exaggerating but I'm not <laughs> like today today I took it's my Saturday and I made a little road trip where I knew they had the Batman Superman breakfast cereals because I needed them I, I heard, just saw your picture and I was gonna comment on that because I went for that same trek last night but I failed because i i just went to the store i didn't know where that i knew they had them i just went to the store and was like i'm gonna get some bvs cereal for my saturday morning Ooh. and they didn't have it and i was just thinking i was like oh they it's got to be all over the place it's general mills but nope nope it was not uh i was i, I had tricks instead 
Well, so, tricks yeah. is still good. But yeah, I, I, I exhausted myself here in town going to every grocery store and Target. None of them had it. And it, and it was driving me nuts. And everybody uh, went, everybody said, you got to go to Walmart. You got to go to Walmart. So uh, the nearest Walmart's about a half an hour away. So it's not convenient, but I, no. today I did. I'm, I'm driving to Walmart cause I need those cereals. And I got to tell boy. you, Jamie, I haven't eaten them yet. Um, the boxes though, <laughs> the boxes are super cool. Obviously, you I, know, I saw your picture. You yeah. well, you've seen the picture, but wait till you see it in person because the boxes are embossed, so they have uh. they have texture, <laughs> and you oh, can't man. tell in the photo. So it's so funny. I'm getting really excited about a cereal box. It's so right stupid. Now. <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. I picked them up. I'm like, oh my god, the box is so pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, but. Much like how I did the the toys videos on YouTube, I am going to do a cereal taste test video as well. Yes, I so love it. For those of you listening, it might not be up by the time you hear this, but over the next few days, check the Holy Batcast YouTube channel because I will let you know how the Batman v Superman cereals stack up. We're going to do Dude. the Batman v Superman cereal battle. I love it. That is so rad. I... The nearest Walmart to me is in Crenshaw. It's like not too far, but I just don't go there because it's Crenshaw. And um, yeah, I've never. I may just have to brave it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it'd be worth it. It is. Like as long as I die with those boxes in my arms, I'll be like, it was worth it. Bury me with the cereal. (laughs) Just, just put a little in my mouth before I go, please. I'll sprinkle sprinkle it over your corpse. <laughs> oh my god! I I have to assume that over the next month or so they're going to start showing up in like regular grocery stores. But no luck here, dude. Yet. I hope. But man, I remember. Okay, this is a separate campaign, but the the um the Dark Knight. Uh, what was it called? I think it was Darkberry Mountain Dew that was supposed to come out coinciding with the Dark Knight Rises. Was freaking nowhere to be found. I found it like a couple places really randomly and I just bought as many as I could. Um, But most of them, most of the time when I saw them, it was after the film had come out like weeks and weeks after. And even then it was in such short stock that I was so disappointed by that. And so I'm really hoping, I mean... I think this has, you know, they're they're going to capitalize on their marketing as much. And this is General Mills, you know. But, I mean, at the same time, Mountain Dew, they're pretty big on their, you know, alternate flavors and their stocking. So I was I was pretty shocked that they didn't deliver on that. So I'm really hoping that's not the case for the uh, BBS cereal, the Batman and Superman cereal, I should mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's like, come on, General Mills. We want to buy this. Yeah, just let me buy it. Yeah, let me let buy me. it. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Uh, more of that to come as we're moving forward now away from BVS on to Justice League slash Aquaman. Jamie, some yeah. exciting casting news. Oh, boy. Well, I was pretty excited when you first told me. Just And the idea that I you kind of reminded me who this person was. Yeah, uh, I like the photo I you chose. <laughs> I like the photo you chose. <laughs> I had to put it in there because this was one of the results of my Googling. And uh, Googling, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> once I looked her up, I was like, oh, my dear Lord. Like this. Yeah, I, w- I would say like if Aquaman was real, I'd be like um, all acting. And, you know, whether or not she's a, a mer person or has knowledge of water sports even. I think Amber Heard would be a fitting bride for you, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, visually, it's, it's a union I would approve of. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, that is. Um, I I don't know about her acting ability um, because I I can't recall if I've seen anything that she's been in. Um, I, I've seen a few things with her, and she's good. Um, I've always liked her. I think she's charismatic, but she has yet to have like a really really massive breakout role. Um, mm-hmm. Of which this certainly would be it, if if well, she I, signs on the dotted line. Yeah, she's she's not a nobody, obviously. So you know, um, no, she's had and, a, she's had a nice career. She is currently with Johnny Depp. Uh, she, you oh, know, that's right. Yeah. yeah so 
So, so yeah, Amber Heard is in negotiations to allegedly play Mara, who is the wife of Aquaman. We don't know if they'll be married fr- from the beginning in the new DCEU, but um, she's a very good actor. Uh, she certainly looks the part. She is beautiful to behold and she's talented and I think she would be amazing. She's a hell of a good choice. And, uh, one of those choices that when you hear it, you go, why hasn't she been on more of these casting lists for these roles? Because she, she's just famous enough to be a really great choice, but not so famous that she would overshadow the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good call. Absolutely. Um, and so apparently the character of Mara will, make the, her first appearance in the justice league film, which is going to start shooting in April. And then will then of course be opposite Jason Momoa in the Aquaman film. So it would makes perfect sense that they're, you know, finalizing who's going to play that role right now. Right. I, I think Amber because, Heard uh, would be amazing. She's not going to be in BVS. I mean, very, right. very definitely. Um, sure. We'll probably get a little Aquaman in BVS as we spe- speculated, but yeah, you're right. The timing makes sense. Yeah, so I think she's I think she's a great choice. I hope this happens because again, as soon as it was announced, I was like, "Yes, do that. Yes. That, that's amazing." Yes, Amber Heard. Let's see what kind of pizzazz you add to this role. So you bring know. it on, pizzazz. Was it? Ah! Okay, there we go. There we go. Thank you. That's, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Sorry, I was. It's your fault for putting this photo in the show notes. I I, I, I haven't heard a I, word you said. I accept all blame, <laughs> but you're welcome. And it's a perfect one. She's in the water, right? That's why I see. I made it apropos. Yeah, like, her on. hair is very reddish. It, you know, it's like an auburn. Like she. This is a great Mara photo. Thank you for that's, noticing. And that's I the only and that's the only reason I'm I'm hypnotized by it. Andy, I spent probably about an hour on the show notes and about three hours choosing this picture. I just want you to that's, know. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate the hard work you put in. Thank you. And if you guys want to see this picture, let us know. If if it gets enough votes, we'll send it to you. <laughs> it's actually just on the internet. You can just find it. But. You can just find it. Uh <laughs> So Amber Heard, you get our our Batman Universe seal of approval as Mara, the Queen of Atlantis. Yes. Uh, moving, moving forward, on. yeah, yeah, we got we got a little bit of uh, Zack Snyder news. Uh, moving on uh, with uh, from the Daily Beast, um, he talked a little bit about um, kind of the reveal in the trailer and how much the fans, um, you know, were obviously kind of talking about. Uh, this is too much, and you know they felt like it too much, and and so he addressed that, and he said, um, you know that they they had long conversations. Well, I'll just read his quote. He said, "We had long conversations about taking just taking ownership of that, giving it to the audience in a controlled way that I felt was consistent with the escalation of the campaign." Uh, and so, you know, he basically talked a little bit more about um, you know the the building of this universe. And uh, he said, in a weird way, Justice League is the next step for these characters to form a bigger team. And maybe there's a bigger em- en- enemy, enemy to fight. Anemone. Uh, anemone. 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 Um, so he hinted that there you know, may be something bigger in mind for, you know, is it Justice League or, or what have you. And he said, uh, well, you have Doomsday, right? He doesn't just crawl out of the ground. He has his own mythology, right? So that has to be explored. So maybe, you know, we're going to get actually just, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some kind of a battle uh, or a final battle or something with Doomsday. But, you know, with this movie being as huge as it is, it's hard to say how much of his backstory we're actually going to get considering you know, we have all these other characters that they have to kind of take care of first mm-hmm. um, that are obviously going to lead the uh, lead the race. Um, so what do you think about all that, Andy? All good stuff. I mean, it's it's again, he's you know, he's weaving between the raindrops here, uh, giving us information without telling us too many specifics. But uh, of course, there's going to be a bigger, badder villain for the Justice League to fight than Doomsday. But what's interesting is the fact that it sounds like Doomsday is going to be step one in setting up whoever that villain is, that somehow it's going to be connected. So yeah. I like that, that it's interesting to me that he says, 
yeah, you know, you've got Doomsday in this film, but he didn't come from nowhere. He wasn't created in a vacuum. He has mm-hmm. a bigger mythology. We're going to explore that. So it's interesting because of Doomsday's Kryptonian origins. Does that have some sort of connection with a Brainiac? Or is in this version Doomsday going to be connected to Apocalypse and it'll be somehow connected to Darkseid? Who knows? Yeah. But there's Yeah, he could just be a pawn, you yeah, know. And, there's and there's way thing. more going on here. And uh and, and I also like how he says, you know, we, we had long talks about taking control of this. And I think that what he is saying without saying it is is there have been so much doomsday rumors that we wanted to just we wanted to reveal Doomsday on our terms, and so we decided to do that. Uh, and and you got to kind of appreciate and respect that because it's true. People have been talking about Doomsday forever. And so instead of some leak happening where all of a sudden we're like, is this Doomsday? Is this Doomsday? He's like, you know what? We're going to give you Doomsday the way we want to give you Doomsday. And I, I totally understand that. Yeah, that's that's pretty in line with what we had kind of speculated about it, right? I mean, we were we were saying, you know, better this way than, you know, some crappy spy photo or, you know, in this case it wouldn't be a spy photo since he's all digital, um but, you know, even a leaked image that's, you know, blurry and just not the right way to go about it. And then after the fact, them kind of doing the damage control thing and going, "All right, well, here now that you know, here you go." Like and and it's kind of funny because you know since they can blame Warner Brothers for saying being the ones to spoil it, mm-hmm. um, you know they're they're kind of taking a lot of heat. But I think if if a, a fan had spoiled it, it wouldn't had wouldn't have had the impact that it did. And and you know as as I said, wouldn't have uh, been in the way that they wanted it. So I think it's I think it's great the way that they handled it. Yeah, it's, and again. There is so much more in the movie that we don't know aside from the fact that there's Doomsday. And I just uh, – I'm not that worried about it. And so um, – and Snyder yeah. continued. He said, to us, it really yeah. made sense to give Doomsday to the audience now. I really wanted to make the audience a promise that though I'm super excited and happy and fulfilled by the conflict of Bat- the conflict of Batman and Superman. There's also a bigger world to start to think about. So I think that that's, that's exactly it is. Yes. The movie's Batman V Superman. Yes. They're going to make good on that, but there is a lot more going on and he wants the audience to understand that. Yep. Totally. He's got a bigger plan. It's almost like he's thinking about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It was not a decision made just like, ah, who cares? Show him Doomsday. There, there's <laughs> yeah. a, there was a lot more thought put into it. <laughs> Give these jackasses whatever, you know, throw them a bone. Just show cares. them the movie. Sati- I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> satiate them. Who cares? Just give them, who cares? It's Cheetos and sugary sodas before bed. I don't care. Just get rid of them. <laughs> that, I, I doubt that was his quote. I, I don't think so, but you, same thing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, more information just kind of about the growing DCEU. It is cool to hear because – and obviously you can tell just from these comments that he is very much in the Justice League mindset right now because they're in pre-production on that film. So he's like 10 steps ahead of us right now because we're all waiting to see Batman v Superman. And for him, that movie's done. He's thinking about Justice League. Yeah, totally. He's like, what? BVS, that's yeah, that's in his rear view window. He's got a, a bunch of other stuff to worry about. Right. So, uh, exciting stuff. Moving forward, there's not much new for Suicide Squad this week because we're about to get the new trailer next week. We will, uh-huh. uh, of course, talk about that at that point. But Wonder Woman, which we know has been shooting since the end of November, um, has... Uh, has gotten a little more news happening around it. Um, the first thing is that Robin Wright was, we, who we know is cast in the film, but we don't know who she's playing in the film. Uh, she was not at the Golden Globes. And uh, when asked about it, her daughter, Dylan Penn, said, no, she's not going. She's training to be a superhero for a movie. And it's funny because as soon as they they announced 
Robin Wright and it didn't cut to her in the audience, I was like, oh, she's not there. Oh, I bet she's shooting, she's shooting Wonder Woman. And that made me excited and happy. So uh, <laughs> I like the idea that, you know, her daughter says she's training to be a superhero for a movie. Like, I like to think she was just at the gym and nobody was there just like doing sit ups. You know, it's <laughs> like literally I can't go to the Golden Globes because I'm training so hard to be a superhero. It's like, no, no, she's not even shooting. She's just she's just doing she's just working out. Right yeah. <laughs> she's shadow boxing. Can't go. You guys That's have fun. <laughs> like, really? You can't take a three hour break. Every minute counts. OK, this is a big deal. <laughs> so, uh. Anyway, that led to speculation because we don't know who she's playing. Uh, a lot of people thought she might be playing Hippolyta because uh, it seemed like they wanted Nicole Kidman for Hippolyta. And uh, Kidman couldn't do it because of her commitments with uh, – God, it's some sort of – it's like an HBO series or some sort of cable series. Uh, she couldn't make her schedule work. And so people thought maybe Robin Wright took that role. Um I believe it's Batman Forever, Andy, is what she is working on. And that's why she couldn't be in it. Right. <laughs> Very well done, sir. <laughs> the Batman I you for... just weren't getting it. I was like, no, he I... better be getting this. Oh, thing. I got <laughs> it. Yes, the Batman Forever reboot that's happening right now. Uh, surprise, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so. Uh, uh, you heard it here first. Uh, Hashtag so... confirmed. <laughs> Batman Forever remake. We haven't done Hashtag confirm in months. Well, there you go. Hashtag confirm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, this this lot of speculation is, oh, she's playing a superhero. Who's she playing? Personally, I took it to mean that like her daughter was just kind of using the term superhero kind of loosely that yeah. she she's training to be in a superhero movie. I don't think she's playing, you know, Power Girl or, or something like that. Um so right. we got more information of this after, though, because just uh, I think yesterday we found out that Connie Nielsen, who's famous for being in Gladiator, she has now been cast as Hippolyta, which means Robin Wright is not playing Hippolyta. But the then word came out that Robin Wright might be playing Hera. Oh, interesting. Uh, who is Zeus's wife. Right. So playing up that mythology, oh. which is very possible. Um, that isn't hashtag confirmed, but it seems hashtag plausible. Yes. That that could Agreed. be it. Uh, so Connie Nielsen has taken the role of Hippolyta. I think that's a great choice. I, I, I've always liked her. Um, I feel like I haven't seen her in a few years, so I'm not sure what she's been up to. I'd have yeah, to check IMDb. Yeah. But it seems like a great choice for Hippolyta, and then Robin Wright is still playing, we don't know, but Hera seems like it makes sense, because according to the current mythology of Wonder Woman, uh, she is the daughter of Zeus, um, and so right. you could see how Hera is somehow involved in that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. So uh, what are your thoughts on, on these two? I, lo- I love that. Uh, man, I love that. There's just the idea, even of of not just seeing this this um, you know standalone Wonder Woman that you know in the way where you're kind of just saying seeing oh well she's a goddess, kind of in the sense that you see you know um, Superman as a god, you know. Whereas it's more that he's a god because of his power, you know. Whereas with her, it's like no, we're getting like actual deities into this, like. Zeus is her freaking dad. Like that's crazy, and I love that just because it's it just shows you know again and as we've talked about they're not afraid to go there. You know they're mm-hmm. not afraid to and n- none of that's confirmed, obviously, like you said. But um, uh, but well, I, I think it's a pretty safe yeah. It's, I think it's a pretty safe bet, and I would put money that they they are absolutely going to be exploring and embracing the. M- the Greek mythology, the Greek mythological aspect to Wonder Woman. Yes, yes. So yeah, and absolutely, Connie Nielsen, she's fantastic, um, and uh, Robin Wright, obviously fantastic as well. And we're excited, you know, just getting some really high caliber people into these movies um, as they have been. It's just like, man, you know, there's not. I don't I'm trying to think if there's been one person that's been cast. 
or even speculated cast um, that I was like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like uh, not so much. Like they, they've really done done a great job, I think. Yeah, overall, I think you're right. I think honestly, I think the one that that I did that the most with was uh, Jai Courtney for Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and but I think he'll be all right. You know, yeah. you're like, well, he's an Australian. He's like the the Australian guy. It's him or um uh oh man, Sam Worthington or something. You know, yeah. it's like uh, there's there's not that many to to choose from. It's, I guess it's kind of the one role that would be perfect. That just yeah. they just are too busy playing Americans. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, but you're right. I mean, overall, I think the casting they've been doing on the DC films has been really, really strong. And I think there's just another case of that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sweet. So, uh, yeah. all right. And we will get our sneak peek of Wonder Woman this Tuesday night on the DC special, The Dawn of the Justice League. Uh, I'm going to be out of town for this. Oh, my so God. Guys. That's right. Oh, dude. I know. I know. And a turn of events, a crazy, twisty turn of events. I'm not going to be here for this. It's your turn for your travel to, to mess it up. Yeah, well, but the thing is, you know, hopefully I have the old Andy luck where basically me being gone makes sure that this special is just extra juicy and awesome. <laughs> I think you're right, and I hope you're right. (laughs) All right, so moving forward, um, we know that Batman the Killing Joke is getting an animated adaptation this year. So it seems that it will premiere at Comic-Con in July, which is very exciting. Bruce Timm shared this. And he also said that it will include additional scenes that weren't in the original graphic novel. Here's what he says. He said, the Killing Joke is a really tricky property because it's, you know, really bleak. But we made the decision early on that if we're going to do this properly, we kind of just have to jump in and just do it. The one big difference about it, as opposed to the other projects like The Dark Knight Returns and Batman Year One, is that The Killing Joke, the source material, is really not long enough to make an entire feature film out of. So we actually had to add a lot more story to it. Which is tricky, but I think we came up with a really good solution on how that worked. And beyond that, I can't really say anything more. That's great, man. I mean, you know, it actually may solve some of the problems that they have um, with not not the book or the story, but maybe the way that people um, handle this story. Um, just because, you know, this has obviously been a hot issue and um, a hot uh, a hot topic as far as you know, kind of the sensitive nature of this story, and maybe with those extra that those extra scenes they can kind of put in here, they can kind of be more sensitive to it, I mm-hmm. suppose, um, and maybe kind of just just sort of help people through a little bit because I mean, really, it's funny because it, it sort of just shows, you know what kind of a story this is even talking about how short it is because it isn't this big explained um you know uh just really thorough story it really is pretty straightforward torment kind of story it's it's the joker tormenting um people and and you know tormenting gordon bull you know barbara and jim and um you know tormenting batman i I mean it's it's really just like a very it's supposed to be a very shocking and intense story which is why it is i think so well liked is just because it shows the the intensity of joker you know and Mm -hmm. and who he is and and what he's willing to do to really damage the people he's after and how chaotic he really is you know but it's it's great to to um uh, to see that they're going forward with this, they're going to do it. Um, it's due, give it its due diligence, you know, and not shy away from what it is, you know, because it's well loved for what it is. But you know, wh- it'll be very interesting to see what they do with it. And and it's, I, I love that they're doing it. Going to premiere it at Comic Con. I can't wait to see it. I know that'll be something that we uh, will have to make sure that we do, which is awesome. And it makes yes. sense too because this. The Killing Joke, I just reread it last year, and it is a quick read. It is really short. Yeah. And I forgot how short it was until I reread it. Now, and so it just makes sense to me that it's like, yeah, you, you kind of got to flesh it out a bit if you're going to get it to the length that they need it to. So it will be interesting to see uh, 
what they add, how they add to it, and then how they do approach those more controversial subjects that you mentioned that have taken some heat over the last two years. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that pans out, but super psyched for it. Uh, can't wait. Uh, this July comic-con. Yeah, totally. All right. So a little bit of Gotham news, uh, Jamie, if you want to take us down that. Yeah, we had, I was kind of surprised we had a, a little compilation of Gotham news here. So I'll kind of speed through this as, uh, as we can, uh, since we're get, coming up on uh, the hour mark here. Uh, but, uh, Ben McKenzie talked a little bit about his mustache, you know, which is obviously a big deal when you're playing Jim Gordon in Gotham. Uh, but he, he was, uh, talking at wizard, wizard world, New Orleans. And, uh, he went into details why we haven't seen the mustache in the series and why we may, uh, when we may see it. He said, I never asked if I had to have a mustache or not. I just assumed that being a younger guy. Uh, that was not going to happen. We're building towards the mustache. The mustache will come four, f- five, or six seasons from now. Three, we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so I love that, man. I love that. It's like you know, being a cop, a mustache is obviously a big deal, you know. But when you're Jim Gordon, <laughs> it's a really big deal. Uh, and to follow that up, um, uh, he talked a little bit more about. Uh, Barbara Keene and her character. Uh, spoilers for those of you who don't know. Uh, it appears that she had died, uh, or nearly died, actually, uh, uh, in the last season of, Go- of Gotham um, and um, went into a coma. And uh, he revealed that the coma will not be permanent and said she has not died. She's in a coma, and in Gotham, that means she's very much alive and she's coming back. Gordon and Barbara have a very complicated and re- complicated relationship which we've only begun to explore, and there's a lot more to come. Uh, so obviously this is kind of, you know, big news considering, you know, many of us have thought like, well, they're clearly going a different direction with uh, Barbara Gordon um, uh, Sr., if you will, uh, in that she is completely, you know, off the rails and doesn't seem like she's going to be ending up with Jim. Um, but who knows? It seems like that could still happen. What do you think about the uh, mustache and uh, barber news, Andy? <laughs> I don't have strong feelings on either. Um, <laughs> like, come on, pretend. Okay. That's I I haven't slept in months wondering if Ben McKenzie was going to grow a mustache. <laughs> I'm a mess. I am a mess. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't even do just normal. I can't do my laundry because I'm like, is he going to grow a mustache? He better grow a mustache. Um, uh, I've, I've never been so happy to hear that you're so miserable. It's Andy. been That's, really I, hard on me. Okay. <laughs> it's been a tough, tough year. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> if if he grows one, great. You know, if Gordon does have a mustache when he's older, but this is you know, at least this is Gordon at least ten years before we really get to know him. So I've I've I haven't really thought much about it. Where I'm like, yeah, eventually yeah. I'm sure I'll get to it, and that's kind of what he says, and so that works for me. Uh, as far yeah. as as far as Barbara, man, they refuse to let her die. Yeah, like yeah, they are com- kind of asking for it. They are committed to keeping Barbara Keene around one way or the other, and I mean, that's fine. I kind of hoped that she she did die because I thought because they've been pretty good about like keeping us on our toes with we think someone's gonna be okay, and they they've been killing lots of characters this season specifically. And I thought maybe Barbara was another casualty, which I thought was cool and ballsy. And the fact that they they're like, no, she's still gonna be around. I'm like, well, okay, that's fine. So we'll see. I mean, I yeah. think that you know uh, it's kind of fun to have her around villainous, but also I'm not a huge fan of the character. So I, I liked the idea of her being dead better. Yeah, it's kind of when I think about her in terms of, um, you know, if they followed up with uh, Jim's other son. I can't. His name is escaping me right now. I think it's actually James. Yeah. Um, you know, who basically comes out to be a serial killer. You know, okay, having a family history of you know uh, psychotic behavior coming from his mother, it makes a lot of sense. But you know, at the same time, other than that, yeah, it's it's been really cool that they've had the balls to be you know different and have a their own story going on but i think i agree in that sense where it's like well you had the balls to do that great um 
let's continue that and just let's not have him end up with uh, Barbara in that sense. That's I think that's fine because yeah, her story arc has been quite uh, all over the place. So I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. And, but, and you how know, could you how could you really have him end up with her after all she's done? Yeah, that's the you hardest know? part. Like, how are you ever going to justify? That like you can you can justify him going easy on her because of their past. Like when that happened this season, you go, okay, I get that because he still cares about her. But how could you possibly write it that he's like, oh, and I'm going to marry her? Yeah, like I definitely get they're They're clearly trying to play up the idea that that Jim Gordon has a dark side that he embraces right i mean there's that's that's definitely a theme in this is that he is he is not some stand-up do-gooder kind of a guy all around i mean he he is for justice and right but you know he's done some pretty bad stuff in the name of justice in the name of kind of getting done what needs to be done right Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time it was always sort of in line with the law, you know, kind of felt like vigilantism, you know, with the exception of the one kill that he did, um, I think, for Penguin. I mean, that was like the one time where he really kind of stepped outside of that yeah. um, that we've seen. But not enough to justify like, yeah, well, I mean, obviously it would be OK with it if he got with Barbara, who's this like psychotic person who killed her own freaking parents as bad as they may have seemed. Uh, it, it's a bit of a stretch. So, anyways, yeah. I'm I mean, <laughs> we we all have the crazy ex girlfriends in the closet, but we don't marry yeah. them. That's the point. Yeah, you gotta you gotta shut them off, you know, and let them go their own way, and shock it up to like, well, I don't regret I did that because that was a lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, you find a, you find a Leslie Tompkins. That's what you do. Damn right. Uh, other little Gotham news. Apparently, Bruce Wayne on Gotham will find out the identity of his parents' killer at some point in an upcoming episode. It's very vague info right now. All we know is that, is that showrunner Bruno Heller said, yes, Bruce will find out who killed his parents. He didn't say when. He didn't say if it was going to follow the Joe Chill storyline or if they're going to spin it into their own thing. We'll just have to wait and see, but we're going to find out. Cool. And then, and then following f- that, yeah, go. We got we got that uh, that lead in that Andy so cleverly gave us earlier about uh, if you didn't catch the reference, it was a Pee Wee Herman reference about the word of the day, and uh, Mr. Paul Rubens has reprised his role uh, as the Penguin's father, as he did in Batman Returns originally, uh, as we reported previously, and we've just gotten a quick look at what he's going to look like. As um, God, I can't even. What is what is his name? As um, the father of the penguin, the father of Oswald Cobblepot, the father of I guess it's just the father. I well, guess. he he has so a first Oswald. name, but it's not here, and I don't remember it either. Yeah. So yeah, it's I fine. can't remember it. I was I was I was relying heavily on the idea that I was enough of a Batman fan to know this, and I clearly da- not, Daddy so. Cobblepot is is what I call him. <laughs> What do you think of how he looks, Andy? He looks fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks fine. Yeah, he lo- looks looks like Paul Rubens. His hair's longer. He you know, and he looks very much in the Gotham vein, you know. He's wearing something of a stylized suit. He looks kind of pale and and scary looking, almost, you know, very similar to to how um Oswald looks in the show. So, no, I think he looks good. It's not like it's some sort of crazy costume or anything, but uh yeah, he doesn't have, like, crazy exaggerated hair. Like, I mean, Oswald definitely has had a little bit of exaggerated, um, you know, his hair and some of his costuming. But for the most part, it's like, you know, it's not anything really theatrical. And, and they definitely went more reserved. He doesn't have, you know, the monocle and the, uh, you know, the, the twer- you know, the twisted white stash and all of this stuff, you right. know, that, that uh, kind of would be expected in a more of a Burton style. It definitely has that Gotham flair like you had mention exactly so yeah it works for me i i just love that they're doing it i think that's super cool yeah i agree that's you great. know and, and that's something that all of these dc shows do so well is they all do such a great a great job paying tribute to the previous incarnations of those worlds and those characters um you know like supergirl we didn't really talk about supergirl but you know like we know that helen slater 
who played Supergirl in the film in the 80s, she is on as Kara's adoptive mother. Dean Cain is Kara's adoptive father. Dean Cain played Superman in Lois and Clark. We just found out Laura Vandevort, uh, who played Supergirl on Smallville, is joining that show. You know, here... That's great. Paul Rubens, who played the Penguin's father in Batman Returns, he's coming back to do it again. You know, Mark Hamill has come back to do the trickster. I love that the guys who run these shows, and they're not even always the same people because the showrunners for Gotham aren't involved with Supergirl or The Flash or anything, that they still pay tribute to what came before. And for fans like us, I think that's just awesome. Yeah, it's a great move. I mean, and they're well-known, they're well-liked these guys and so it's just it's kind of a you know it's the no-brainer that could easily not happen so it's fantastic that it is yeah totally and uh so that is it for gotham which uh does that return this week i'm not sure oh gosh i don't know i yeah it's got it's gonna be coming back soon yeah i don't know i i don't I have. I don't. I would say I don't think so, just because I haven't seen anything anticipating it. But then again, you know how these shows are when they take their little breaks; they really sneak up on you. So yeah, uh, plausible, <laughs> plausible. Um, <laughs> so sometime soon. Uh, yeah, uh, sometime soon. All right, moving forward into a little bit of merchandise. Uh, we have uh, a little bit more BBS merchandise. Hitting the net uh, from superhero stuff. They've got a few T-shirts and a couple boxers up. So really just, you know, kind of letting you guys know to go check that stuff out. Um, You know, a couple different designs here. You know, as you might suspect, most of them are BVS logos. There's one on fire. There's one of um, Batman in the armored suit that says, Do You Bleed? And then finally, one that actually is is pretty unique and kind of cool. It's a... um, it's kind of got the moon, it looks like, or or actually, no, it's probably not the moon. It's just the bat signal um, shining into the sky on Superman, as we saw in that first teaser clip. And, you know, his, um, you know, he's floating up in the middle of it, and you can kind of see his, his logo, um, and it looks like his eyes. It's a very small image, actually. I'm trying to look at it, uh, but it looks like, I mean, you can see Superman floating in the middle of it. So it's it's really cool to see kind of the stuff they're turning out for this, but some cool stuff. Yeah, um, I think that's probably my favorite one too. Yeah, is I agree. the uh, is the one with uh, Superman in front of the bat symbol. So uh, that one's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty um, that's my next thing. I got I got my action figures. I got my cereal. My next thing is I got to get a cool BVS shirt. I know, I know. It's nice because now th- now there's enough to choose from where you could make like a. Uh, solid choice from a variety, you know, just because mm. it's like you don't want to get the first one out of the gate. I mean, as cool as it is to have the new BVS shirt, you know, you don't want to get the one that's ev- everyone's going to have, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, we'll probably get a lot more than just one anyway. So, yes, <laughs> true, true. Um, so, uh, another little piece of merchandise that's out there that's super fun is that there are Batman v Superman Rock'em Sock'em Robots. So, the classic so game that too many of us have enjoyed in our youth. Uh, there's a version where one of the robots is Batman in the uh, armored suit. The other one is Superman. So, uh, if you can't wait to watch them duke it out on the movie screen, you can reenact it yourself. And just uh, get there with a buddy and uh, beat the crap out of each other as Batman and Superman as long as you like. Yeah, absolutely. And then why even see the movie after that? Be like, because then you'll know who wins. I saw the fight. Yeah, Yeah, it happened in my living room. I don't need. I don't need all this other fluff. It's done. All right, taken care of. Yeah, and they're already (laughs) out there available. Twenty five bucks. So uh, go ahead and pick up uh, some Rock'em Sock'em robots and have a blast. I think I will, Andy. I think I will. And you should. Uh, (laughs) So that about wraps it up for us. We didn't have any listener feedback, I don't think, this week that I had seen. We're doing this a little bit later uh, in the week. But, yeah, no, that that was it. That was all we had. So uh, I'm sure we'll get some more next week uh, after the uh, highly anticipated TV special that's coming up that you guys will have to report on for me. And, uh, you know, feel free to 
to tell me lies about what what was on the special and what wasn't on the special because I won't have seen it until the end of the week because I will be out of town until uh, I think Saturday I'll be gone so you guys enjoy that Andy enjoy I will the TV special and you and you won't just be out of town you'll be out of the country so it's going to be even harder I, to find it if you were if you know if you were just going to another state you could go oh you know. I got to be in the hotel on Tuesday night, but uh, I don't know how you'll watch it over there. Yeah, I have no idea if there's even a chance. I'm, I'm going to give it a go and like try and figure out the time frame and everything, but I, I don't even know if it'll be on the uh, – gosh, what ne- network is it going to be on? Is it CW. CW, right? So, yeah, I'll be in the UK, so I don't even know if they've got the CW available over there. <laughs> I'm like treating it like it's this – like third world country. I'm like, will they have TVs? I, I don't know. I don't know. I might be out in the rain the whole time, so I, I have no idea. <laughs> but you, guys, all, all that to say, you guys enjoy that special. Uh, we'll check in with you guys next week. Um, don't forget to check out all the other podcasts on the Batman uh, Universe Podcast Family Network. Uh, some great ones <laughs> up there, and they're all anticipating all that funness. And obviously, Holy Batcast. Uh, our sister show, Andy's uh, self-proclaimed uh, show of—I shouldn't say self-proclaimed. I was going to say self-proclaimed proclaimed show of awesomeness, but that would make you sound arrogant. I'm going to proclaim his show of awesomeness on Holy Batcast and uh, check out his uh, review of the Batman and Superman serial. Uh, so you coming know, for soon. Those of us who, coming yes, with, coming within soon. the yeah, next it, few days. I I, yeah. I I don't know when yet, but. Because last time, I know, I know. Make make, keep me accountable. (laughs) You better eat that cereal. Eat the cereal. Eat it. Eat it. Eat that date cereal. Uh, So definitely check that stuff out. Uh, As I'll mention, give us your feedback uh, if you can. We'd love to hear from you and hear what you're thinking about uh, the most recent trailers and and stuff that we've uh, seen coming out recently. But as always, thanks for checking into the Batman Universe. On behalf of Andy, I have been Jamie, and this has been the Batman Universe. See ya. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. Good job, We should have ended on pizzazz. Pizzazz! And pizzazz! (laughs) And don't forget to pizzazz! Give me some pizzazz fingers. (laughs) Ah, awesome.